Hello, Ohana peoples. Look at this. So, so. So, we are now alive. Amazing. Uh, our Dreamforce recap here with System.Debug. Very, very exciting. Um, and to kick it off, we'll be talking about Dreamforce 19 and all of the wonderful, exciting, awesome things that we have going on. We have our host here today, um, me, Megan, our recent edition of Nathan NA8 Pepper, and our newest host of Adam Daw. Welcome, Adam, to the Thank you. lovely insanity that is System.Debug. We are it's so happy to, be to here. have you here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. For sure. And Nate, I see you've got the guitar out. Do you want to kick us in? Let's kick us off. Ready? Oh, wait. You know what? I realized I don't play guitar. I DJ. Are you ready for this? Oh, let's do it. You are now listening to System.Debug. Today's episode, what happens at Dreamforce, is talked about here on System.Debug. That was beautiful, Nate. That was so beautiful. That was amazing. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Okay. All right. I think it's enough air horn. <laughs> Sorry. I can't if, play. Only you, like me. if only you had some cowbell. Cowbell um. <laughs> coming soon. There we go. There we go. <laughs> well, I guess this. everybody is just going to have to tune in for next time to hear some cowbell. Uh, oh, is that the promise now? We got cowbell coming next year? Next week? Well, cowbell coming soon. We never said it was okay. next week. We just got to right, tune in. Enough. You never know when it's going to be on there. A cowbell item. Surprise uh, cowbell. Got it. So when it comes to Dreamforce, um, I know that we've all been to our fair share of Dreamforces in the past. Uh, definitely a few under my belt, a few under yours. Uh, I had the opportunity to go to DF19. Uh, Nate, we missed you. We definitely missed you. I missed you. Only my second that I missed out of, what, like eight years. So Wow. Yeah. Right. But before we dig into Dreamforce and all the awesomeness there, um, Adam, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? I'm sure. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, I'm really excited to be here. This is amazing. And thanks so much for, uh, you know, suggesting it. And uh, I, let's see. So my name is Adam Daw. Hi, everybody. I've been uh, working on the platform uh, since 2008. Uh, so DF19 was my 11th Dreamforce. Oh my god! Really exciting. Oh eight, we're <laughs> matchers. Oh, yeah, there you oh go. Oh my gosh, Salesforce matchers. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as the platforms loved, uh, two things I love are writing custom code and JavaScript. And uh, one of the things that really excited me about uh, DF19, and of course we're going to talk about this a lot more, is just how much JavaScript there is on the platform these days. Oh, I know not everybody agrees, and some people are vehemently opposed, but I mean, I'm a JavaScript fan, so. 
Santa. I love those lightning The JavaScripter, please help us. <laughs> well, Adam, I am sure that you are going to bring some wonderful excitement and knowledge to System.Debug. And I am sure that means we are also going to have some JavaScript um, focused episodes coming soon in the near future. Um, that also Adam, means if you are looking you for somebody write to tweet essay? at, Oh. I, so I came on board just when they were phasing out S controls. The oh. year, like, Whoa. so Megan, you 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 may remember this, but 2008 was the year they introduced Visual Force on oh, the platform, yes. and you couldn't create new S controls. S controls that already existed on the platform still had a little bit of leeway, but you, you no longer had the ability to create new ones. Kind of the way that they sunset, you know. Uh, Sta like standard pages or classic pages as they introduced Aura and now LWC. It's yeah. so slowly think, phased out. So I think that is based on when you started in 08 about whether or yeah. not you could create that. Exactly. I was the latter yeah. half of 08. Gotcha. Uh, it, it, okay. Yeah, no, it was actually really funny because um, Dreamforce kicked off on November 1st in 2008. And okay. I... Uh, had started at this new company at the end of September. Um, the very first thing that happened at this new company was that I got handed an org uh, for like sales and support. Um, we had an implementation partner, uh, the person who has now become a dear, dear friend. Um, and I had no idea what Salesforce was. The very next thing I had to do was get a passport and get on a plane. I'd never left, I had never really left home other than like family vacations before then. It was my very first business trip, business trip, my very first time going to uh, San Francisco, my very first software conference, and uh, my first exposure to Salesforce, and it was Dreamforce 2008. Adam so, needed a passport to go from Canada to America, by the way. Uh, yes, yes. True story, true story. <laughs> a, a proud Canuck, although uh, as I, as we film this, I'm currently in San Francisco, so you know. Nice. His time zones are all messed up. Yeah. Less we're all in the same time zone. Yeah, we're all on oh. the West Coast. <laughs> Usually it's like three o'clock in the morning right now for Adam because he's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Well, next episode I'll be back in Ottawa probably. Yes. Uh, Welcome, speaking Adam. speaking Thanks. of, you are also running a conference um, and it takes place in Canada, are you not? I am actually. Uh, so I'm lucky enough to be part of two org teams for a couple of different conferences. One of them uh, is in Portland, uh, Oregon, of course, Landia. Uh, awesome conference. My personal favorite oh, yeah. of all the Coast Dreaming Focus. events. It's pretty it great. First Dreaming event I ever <laughs> attended. Do you love it? Um, Forcelandia, check it out. July this year, correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan, and I, I really love that team. I got to hang out with them a little bit at Dreamforce this year, and um, I'll talk about it as we get through the recap. But the other um, uh, group that I'm part of is the True North Dreaming Group, uh, which is the uh, first Canadian conference, and we had our inaugural year this year. Uh, we did um, uh, an event in July in Ottawa, and it was a lot of fun. But the goal there was to kind of mix it up and show off a different Canadian city every uh, every event. So the next one that is 
going to be in April, and it's in Vancouver, again, on the West Coast. Nice. Uh, but uh, the call for papers opened up. Um, there's still early bird, not the earliest bird, but early bird uh, registration tickets available. You can find it all at turnoffdreaming.com. But we, we'd love to have folks, you know, come and uh, see the beauty of Vancouver. And uh, we'll be we'll be doing some, we, we try to kind of show off the city a little bit whenever we do these events. So we'll probably have a tour of some sort. And um, yeah, we'd love to have you there to speak and, uh, you know, meet some of our Canadian. And we have a lot of folks from the U.S. coming up too, to, to the event. So it's a great little community event. Nice. I'll yeah. be one of those Americans coming up for True North Dreaming. Can't wait to see Can't you in wait. Vancouver. It's going to be Can't awesome. Wait. But speaking of conferences, this episode yeah. is based around Dreamforce. So right. fantastic, fantastic Dreamforce this year. It was really great. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of super cool announcements, a lot of great things going on, a lot of excitement, a lot of Ohana was seen, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, very few stickers, very few stickers, but uh, Luckily, the, the Ohana brought a bunch of stickers. Uh, mm -hmm. Partners had a bunch of stickers, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, oh, Megan, you trade stickers like a Boy Scout trade badges. <laughs> I do. I do. I need my Man. stickers. I need them. I hope everything in stickers. People's um, sticker games were on point this year. Like, there were a lot of awesome stickers. There were. Yeah. yeah. I need to escalate from getting my own t-shirts printed to getting my own stickers printed. Megan, Megan beat me to it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> man. It was it was well worth getting my trail emoji sticker printed and handing those out. Um, I went through over 350 trail emoji stickers at Dreamforce. Mm. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't yeah. given that many of business cards away in my career. So, <laughs> I mean, better, better, better stickers. Fish aside. Right? <laughs> you know, I, I honestly never really gave away that many business cards, but by having my Twitter handle and my blog listed on my sticker, yeah. not yeah. only did I give out my information, I got more Twitter <laughs> followers. I saw a spike in blog views. That's um, great. And it gave people a great way to contact me. Yeah, I, I really, I really need to get my trail mochi up. Then I, for, I, I was lamenting the fact that they didn't have like a a bald headed uh, Astro. There, there wasn't one. But uh, Stephanie Herrera um, turned me on to. Apparently, there's another application that'll let you like make some modifications Ooh. and edit your trail mochis. Um, I don't know which one it is, but I'm, I'm sure we can get the link for the show notes. And, nice. Uh, yeah, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that and make some customizations and then get myself on Sticker Mule and uh, pick some up. Did Bald yeah. Force happen this year? No. Pardon? Bald Force? Did that happen this Force? year? Not oh. that I know of. No, Not Bald that Force. I know of. Um, so, but we we did hand out a bunch of these, which you can see. That's nice. Gord. That's uh, that's the True North Dreaming mascot. Nice. Have you seen this, Nate? Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. a hockey playing beaver. That's a hockey playing beaver. Uh, <laughs> gourd. Building a dam. <laughs> so I decided uh, for next time I'm actually going to get the the QR code to join Ohana Slack. Um, put oh, it on my sticker. So cool. So nice. you could just nice. scan it. But nice. that was my little trail motor. We'll drop it on there. Yeah, we'll drop it in the, the description below. Uh, so you can Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> subscribe 
Nice. Follow. <laughs> just down below. It's just below. Yeah. Like, do the thing. <laughs> but but Dreamforce yeah. attendee, I'm, I, I had the Dreamforce video channel on pretty much 24-7 last two weeks ago. Uh, they streamed a lot of really good stuff. First time Andy Fawcett was speaking as a Salesforce employee, I believe, right? Was it? No. I don't think it's his first time speaking as a Salesforce employee. He's been an employee for a while. He's been an employee for a while. Definitely a huge feature with that Caesars. uh, Yeah. Oh, that was a cool app, too. That was awesome. Yeah. So which app? That was in the dev keynote, right? Yeah. I mean, Death keynote is where yeah, Miranda the, got the, her golden hoodie too. Yes, so let's get a shout Miranda. out. I mean, I'm in Southern California. Yeah. Miranda Raglan, uh, golden hoodie. Of yeah, city. big shout outs. Who's huge part of putting together the um, our Southern California Dreaming event? Force awesome. Academy LA doesn't have Dreaming in the name, but don't be don't you know? It, I mean, it's been going on for God. I think we're coming up on seven eight years now um that's amazing yeah miranda well deserved and uh very cool at the developer keynote so but yeah (laughs) then faucet's evergreen highlight was caesar's uh hotel app i am so excited for salesforce evergreen uh i it's actually if you look at the the show notes that's actually the the big piece of tech that i'm super excited about yeah (laughs) so um so, so what does Evergreen that, that, do for those who weren't okay. there? Do we have a table right. of contents? Like we want to, you want to hit the like, oh, we're going to talk about like what they announced. Like, d- d- so, d- so we've got to give a description for people who weren't there. So what sure. is Evergreen? What does it do? <laughs> so Salesforce Evergreen functions are serverless functions on top of the platform. Um, the, the, the idea is that you can write code and these are essentially um, self-contained uh, functions that are either in Apex or Java or JavaScript, and they're available uh, to interact with kind of, uh, what Salesforce is calling functions as a service. But if you think about like AWS Lambda, uh, it's very, very similar. So the idea is like, you've got these like service functions that you can interact with, uh, and it, it really opens up this idea of like microservices or a service-oriented architecture and allows us to build out like much more complex interactions without having to write a whole bunch of like externally facing Apex um, or like REST services uh, and still communicate, uh, you know, either using um, platform events for standard uh, interactions or these specific functions that kind of talk back and forth. So we got this like, it, it allows you to build really, really cool, like more complex architectures. And they showed off some of this in the Dreamforce, uh, in the developer keynote, uh, um, where Andy was showing off the uh, Caesars uh, like registration and check-in app that uh, Nate was talking about. And also, so, we're going to put down, we're going to put links in the keynotes, like oh, especially the main keynotes yeah, in the description. Absolutely. Look for that later. But if you haven't looked for, for sure. it, oh my gosh, Google DF19 the, the, keynotes. Yeah, there's so, a great, there a great uh, blog post on the Salesforce developers blog about um, evergreen functions. Um, uh, I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. Nice. So, so another really big announcement that came out as well. Um, so there are two of them. First was my favorite announcement of Dreamforce, which is the, the customer 360 truth. Huge, huge, huge change of just the way to look at your org and look at all of your systems as a whole for that that unified view. So what Customer 360 Truth does is it kind of gives you a, a single location to, to view your data. 
not only within Salesforce or across clouds, but across all external systems as well. Yeah. And so getting that unified view from all of your your external systems uh, to get your customer data as well as within Salesforce is just ginormous, especially if you have a lot of integrations. Ginormous. Um, It's being being rolled out in phases. Uh, You've got your customer 360 data manager. You have your um, Salesforce identity for customers. There's Salesforce privacy and data governance. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there is also the 360 audience. Uh, Parts of these are out now. Parts of these are coming. Um, But it's really just a way to give you that unified ID, that unified view, that unified record um, across everything. So Got it. super, super big. Um, definitely going to change the way you're looking uh, at your data and at Salesforce. And then another one that people may not have been aware of, um, but is the ball's actually rolling on this one, is the, the switch from using profiles to using permission sets. Yeah. Whoa, um, I didn't hear about this. It, yeah. It, I mean, so, and then you, if, if you've taken the sharing and visibility designer exam or studied for that, it, it's, I mean, I think, you know, with the second generation packaging, but also just in general, so, that's, it's been kind of like a suggestion for a while, but yeah, now so, it's like, oh, right. Permission set. Yeah. So, so it's like more comp- taking, uh, taking some of the items that are on profiles and they are pushing you from profiles for these items to have a one-to-many relationship and pushing them into the permission sets and pushing you to use that. And eventually these items, uh, you know, lots of safe harbor was being said, um, may may eventually be phased off the profile. There's an app that's been created to convert your profiles to permission sets. Oh, that's Um, cool. And then also um, Sephora.com Labs app um, as well as it, with this app, uh, there's the converter and the analyzer that lets you see um, what, what are the permissions assigned to a user across all of their permission sets in their profile, um, as well as to take into account permission set groups, which came out as an open beta for everybody. So it's in your sandbox, but it is not in your production org. Don't build something until you get it turned out and brought. <laughs> uh, for those of you that are like, oh, I got something new. Uh, check to make sure it's in your production before you go to deploy. Um, but it, it lets you group together your permission sets into a quote unquote role, not like a role hierarchy role, but like a position. Like mm-hmm. customer well, does service, that have a w? sales, <laughs> um, and then like finance, you can put sets of permission sets that you used to assign to these users every time you add a new one into a permission set group. Um, but and then you can then assign them a permission set group instead of a permission set. Wow. Um, one thing to think about though is for one, um, permission set group permission sets don't show up under individual permission sets on the user. Uh, yet when you assign them. So that's something that will hopefully be there in the future. But the analyzer, when you look at what is assigned to a user, takes into account what's in every single one of these permission sets so you can see it across the board. Oh, that's really cool. Super, super cool. Nice, easy way to see what's up. I wonder and just kind of like, I mean, there's definitely been, I mean, back in the like, huge, like, wait, wait, ginormous XML file days. 
Yeah. I can understand the like, oh my God, profiles, that just messes up everything. Like don't deal with objects or profiles, like page layouts, maybe, but no, because the admin always adds something in production. Yeah. But like why, I, none of us work for Salesforce, Safe Harbor, right. statements all. Um, why, why the drift away from profiles and, and possibly does that mean that permission sets are gonna have like page layout and record type association? So uh, yeah, there are a few items that, that aren't um, going to be in this configuration. One thing being, you know, when it's your default record type, what page layout is assigned because within permission set groups, you have things like uh, multiple permission sets, which could have multiple defaults marked. So in those situations, you can't really do a switch over. But it's still um, allowed, like you can still say, oh, because you have permission to, permission set X, you can create, and also just for people that don't yeah. know, record type yeah. permission on anything is just to create, not to view. That's all sharing land. Yeah, so yeah. You, uh, you do have that, that ability to list record types, but things like login hours, what are your defaults, that kind of thing is still going to be controlled on the profile level. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, what is being a, reserved okay. sacrosanct for profiles? Login hours, default so, record type, default app? Yeah, I've got a cool slide that, is, that I grabbed a screenshot of while I was over there that I can share with you guys. Let me just grab it to throw up on my screen. Did you turn the sound um, down when you took a picture of that in the session? You know what? I do not have sound on my phone. It doesn't make that weird, clicky, annoying sound bother everybody else in the world. Or when so, you were typing yeah. to send it to somebody. Right. So let me do a share and share this one. Um, so let me know if you can see my screen. Boom. Yeah. yeah. So you've got like your layout and record as well as your login policy. Um, you'll notice those ones are down in the red zone. So those ones are not going to be converted, oh, but custom permissions, down there. <laughs> external uh, integrations, visual force pages, Apex classes, tab access, object and field access, user permissions. Those are all going to be on the permissions that level. Right, because like the bottom three are all essentially individual choices, right? Oh, those are like individual no, customizations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have a one-to-one -one there, so they can't go permissions at yeah, that makes sense. Um, but also, I, I wanted to kind of, I wanted to go back to some of the 360 stuff, though, if we can for a second. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, some, like, this was the first time, like, obviously, we've all heard like single source of truth before, but this was the yeah. first time I heard somebody refer to it as an S SOT, which I thought was very funny. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Uh, at the same time, I'm wondering how, like, how much of this is happening because of the MuleSoft acquisition or how much the MuleSoft acquisition happened because they saw this on the horizon, right? Because like the whole, the whole point of MuleSoft has been to kind of provide this, uh, you know, ESB, right? This, this serial bus for like all of the, or the, the service bus for all this data coming in from all these different sources and being able to pipe that through and to provide that kind of singular entry and exit for all these like myriad disparate data sources. So I, I think it's kind of interesting that, you know, th that's now part and parcel or like embedded in the DNA of the platform. And we say so, over the platform, but it doesn't sound like it's gonna be part of like the core clouds at this point. So, so I can definitely, so it, it definitely is part of the core. I mean, it, it's definitely across the individual core clouds as well as the addition of being part of external. 
Um, I would say it's more part of Salesforce and then part of additional beyond Salesforce. How is that going to work? How so? Like, I mean, you've got all this like data that's living outside Salesforce. How is it going to be in Salesforce as part of the SSOT? So it's, it's more so having that, that Salesforce idea uh, that's going to be connecting the information. So you've got to think about the fact that, you know, there, there was a customer 360 um, in terms of communities already. Uh, you know, you had a 360 to see what is it that, that people are doing within a community? What are they looking at? What are they viewing? And you're able to track that information back to them. Um, mm-hmm. Now expanding it and looking at it in terms of, you know, like for the data manager, um, yeah. you're looking at the customer data, um, then looking at their individual um, and, you know, that common profile, a single Salesforce ID for, you know, each person. And then, yes, obviously MuleSoft is involved with bringing in that, that external data and, you know, figuring out what is the other content or connected information that is, is connected to this person. What yeah. else are they related to? It's not going to be every single piece of data. Um, they can't bring it all into Salesforce, but it's going to be that connection to it and having that, that single source of truth to connect it all. Right. I, I guess I'm just yeah. kind of curious. I guess we'll see as it gets implemented, uh, like you're saying, right, they're kind of phasing it out, but like yeah. what that eventual single source of truth or like that master data source is going to look like. Yes. And, you know, is there going to be some sort of, you yes, know, yeah. ability to That's... configure what comes over? Do we get to have that choice um, right. or does Salesforce pick it for us? Yeah, or does um, it like require custom development or implementation of like your Mule yeah. soft or whatever? Yeah. And like the first does time it... I heard the you know the declarative lookup rollup summaries. I was in LA right. nonprofit user group meeting and I heard it referred to as Dolores. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dolores. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Dolores. That. <laughs> um and it, will there ever be a way to do it without MuleSoft and to use a different tool? Like what if somebody has like Jitterbit or, you know, Informatica um, or Talbumi, are they going to have that same opportunity or do you have to use MuleSoft? And it's mm-hmm. not O-Data, like it has nothing to do with Lightning Connect, O-Data nope. connectors, right? Nope. nope. Although, I mean, it, it seems like it's more of a, a mandate than it is a new piece of technology, at least right now. Mm-hmm. Does that make okay. sense? Well, I don't know. Is it? I, th- I think it sounds more like new technology. I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll have to find out more. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely keep you all posted as, as more comes out. But I know we're down to our, our last two minutes and there's so oh much gosh. to go over. <laughs> I know. Evergreen. One thing Customer I wanted to Trailhead, go! Oh, Trailhead, go. Yeah, which I couldn't get to work on my iPad, so I was really bummed, man. It just showed me my profile and none of my links worked. Does that just filter for everything that's multiple choice and not a challenge? Yeah. (laughs) Finally, the trail mix I've been looking for. Oh, my gosh. But, dude, these were great in the expo. There is Colleagues Against Insanity. Oh, my gosh. A work safe game to play with your coworkers. 
Uh, I'm already thinking about sending that. Props <laughs> to Elements Clouds for, for hooking me up with these, man. Oh, nice. Uh, or Confessions. Oh, they, yeah. They gave me a few copies to have a user group event, but I just want to share some of these for you. Yeah. Product object, 250 plus quantity and 250 plus price fields, but needed to write some Apex to query the record. CPQ on one record. Oh gosh. Three apps installed, all with the same field name, but cannot change field labels. So super confusing, especially as one app is not used, but we cannot uninstall. Oh, oh no. Put it in a change set where you can't see anything. <laughs> uh, my favorite was one of these where they, the person had miss, had uh, had done a bunch of misspellings. So they now refer to their fields as field, uh, are they refilled to everything as account type or tips? Yes, oh oh. <laughs> it was a Peter Coffee, I think, tweeted that. Peter Coffee had posted that one. The account tops. <laughs> Is there a website for these? Yeah, Elements Cloud has some of them posted on their website, Elements oh, nice. Cloud slash confessions. That's uh, amazing. This will also be in the show notes. But okay. totally check these out. They are hilarious if you're looking Step to into the your booth day about how bad your door is. <laughs> oh, wow. You are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 sounds great. I, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, and I uh, believe you did some Smith sub as well. Uh, fun fact: I have some horror stories. I'm pretty sure Elements Cloud is also uh, one of the TND sponsors. They were a TND sponsor in 2019. Uh, so shout out to them for being awesome members of the community. Yeah. After 10 years of working with SFDC, I'm still looking for the search button while building a change set. Legend has it. There's a plugin for that. Searching for a component, one can also pay additional licensing fees for a super platinum SFDC partner. Oh or gosh. you can just get the organizer. Uh, uh, booster. B-O-O-S-T-R. Actually, my team lead just sent me a link for something that we'll, we'll link to that later. There How is are you not something using like the, the debug log man? thing for Classic that can help with change sets. So, change sets are great. It's the only way I've ever been able thanks, to get away from my thanks. phone. The that. organizer lets you mass add and mass remove and search. Wow. Uh, and it's by Enrico. Cool. It's fabulous. Everybody's using it. And then the other thing I wanted to do was give a shout out to everybody that came by the um, the Ohana Slack uh, ice cream social because that was fantabulous. Awesome. So, props to all you that came by. Adam, <laughs> your favorite part of Dreamforce. Wow. Well, um, so there was brunch streaming for all the community event organizers. I actually saw a comment from one of our viewers uh, on the live stream, uh, Mike, uh, who was talking about the event dream in there, the bunch of demons. So oh. nice to see Mike, you there. Mike has awesome swag for his event. He's got <laughs> floppy disks and nice. all sorts of cool swag. I'm super, I'm super excited. That's, that's, that's yeah. upstate dreaming. Yeah, yeah. Upstate yeah. dreaming got the best. Looks amazing. Uh, yeah. It's not that far from Ottawa. Um, other than that, uh, obviously, the the end of every dream force is the cigar shindig, right? So oh, uh, that's yes. always a big deal. Um, there was a I w went to the Canada party with uh, my True North Dreaming crew, which was great, and also ran into most of the Porcelandia team 
at the marketing uh, event, the Into the Blue, uh, which had an awesome yacht rock band called Mustache Harbor, which was pretty great. Um, so yeah, mostly the parties are what I'm most thankful for. <laughs> nice. You know what? And Michael rock. Farrington did a great job yet again with the cigar shindig. That is always oh, yeah. my favorite unofficial end to Dream Wars. Oh, for um, sure. Salesforce should just sponsor that party and make it the official end of Dreamforce for all of us. Yeah, I think I think I like it better as unofficial. I think you know there's more leeway that way. I like fan fiction better than uh, official. <laughs> well, they they shouldn't actually become involved. They should just sponsor it so that Michael Farrington can continue to do everything that he does. But you know, <laughs> at a third we can sure, throw the party. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, so nice um, work, we, Michael. Nice work, uh, Elements Cloud. Nice work, uh, Colleagues Against Insanity people. Uh, excellent work, Mike, with your discs and everybody. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. How did we think we could cram Dreamforce into 30 minutes? I don't um, think we can. I mean, I've still got a bunch of stuff. To, maybe we need a part two. <laughs> did, we didn't even well, like crack more than one question that we wrote down on the document. I know. But also, I mean, if, if anybody that's watching, uh, hopefully live, because your maintenance uh, exams are due in four days, right? Uh, there's things that I learned in the maintenance exams last, what was a week or two ago, two weeks ago, I think, that I'm like, oh, what? You can do custom Apex defined types that process builder recognize for callouts? Yeah. Uh, that was in Force Landia this year. There's so much yeah. stuff that people just miss that's not announced to Dreamforce at keynotes, right? Just and, these yeah. things that are sitting there for you to capitalize on. So we've- And those of you that saw me walking around with my backup battery, I'm still at 19%, haven't that's charged impressive. yet. I'm still rocking the backup battery. That's amazing. <laughs> right? um, I, I know I'll for sure be putting the rest of the stuff that I really liked out of Dreamforce in uh, my kind of uh, Dreamforce recap thanksgiving uh blog post so i'll make sure that we get a link for that in the show notes too nice which thanksgiving was that adam definitely american thanksgiving i had to come american down here and celebrate it with my okay. american okay. thanksgiving with my san francisco family so nice yeah oh, thanksgiving here went super well too lots and lots of food pretty much all consumed i mean so hey, what else is there right exactly so <laughs> Um, with that, um, Nate, do you want to play us out? Because we're not played out yet, right? Hold on. All right. Oh, uh, so hey, I, I didn't yeah. put together an outro yet. <laughs> I just, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, okay. Uh, I've got to get some. Non I'll make my own music. I do do uh, amateur 8-bit uh, composition on my own. But here we go. Ready to keep... keep uh, Parody. Are you connected? Yes. Okay. Ready? Go. Go. Oh, come on. Ready? Go. L okay. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Here we go. Less less technical difficulties than our first uh, episode. <laughs> oh, I have crossfader. <laughs> DJing so hard. We can edit this part out of the recording. <laughs> this has been System.Debug. Tune in next time for more about Dreamforce 19, maintenance exam results, and all the Salesforce goodness.
Awesome. So you can find us on Twitter. We have Megan, M-E-I-G-H-A-N-S-F. We have at Adam Daw. And then we have S-Force uh, be with you. Thanks so much, you guys. Peace out. Bye, guys. See you next time.